the Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus left that place and went away to the district of Tyre and Sidon. Just then, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and started shouting, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not answer her at all. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she keeps shouting after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. He answered, It is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, Lord. Yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, Woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed instantly. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Lord, while the words I speak are my words, may the words that we hear be your words. Amen. Personal transformation. You and I are on a journey to become the people that God intends each one of us to be. It's a process that goes on every day, and it's not over until it's over. What's led me to this thought is the gospel reading. Jesus changed his mind. Can you believe that, that Jesus changed his mind? And so often the expectation, well, Jesus, you got all the answers. I remember thinking when uh, uh, blind Bartimaeus came forward, uh, you know, after he hassled the crowd and everything, and he finally got Jesus to stop, and Jesus asked him, what would you do? What do you, what do you want me to do for you? And if, if it were me, I'd say, oh, shucks. You're Jesus. You know it has to be done. We think Jesus has all the answers. He's going to be right in every instance. But this is an instance where Jesus changed his mind. That Jesus himself is on a similar journey to our own journey. A journey into becoming what God his Father wanted him to be. Jesus started off as an itinerant preacher. 
in the hills of Galilee. And gradually, as he lived into that ministry, he discovered that it was much more than wandering the hills of Galilee. He had to go to Jerusalem. He had to confront Judaism and the Roman folks in all their fullness. And of course, it cost him everything. He was on a journey, a journey into becoming. And I would say that resurrection, the new life that God worked in Jesus, it was God's exclamation point on the journey that Jesus, you did it right. That's what you're supposed to do. Live into that call that is there for each one of us. Because God's made each one of us unique and special and different. Each one of us has a unique and particular role to play in those places where God has placed us. Now, Richmond Hill is all about helping us live into the fullness of this spiritual journey that we're on. The mission is huge, healing our city. We need a big mission. We need a big challenge. Can't sit back. There's too much to do to bring in God's kingdom. And the values, the values of Richmond Hill, if we can stay in touch with those, they will help us on this journey, that journey into fullness. Those values of prayer, hospitality, racial reconciliation, and spiritual growth. Stay close to those values and you will become more. Now, the mission is big. And I've got three ideas for transforming our city because personal transformation is not just about our own changes. It's for the changes of the whole community because we're connected to each other and connected to all those other people out there in the world. So three things about transforming the city, the way we can lean in to the sense of mission, the sense of healing the city. The first one is to build relationships. And that's building relationships across the boundaries, not the easy relationships, but reaching out, getting out of our comfort zones and trying to build, build new relationships. And one of the great places I've found for doing it is just simply hanging out in the refectory here, having a meal. You're bound to run into somebody strange and different. <laughs> and you probably seem a little strange and different to them. But trying to reach to build that relationship, to try to understand more of what that person's about and listen to that person's story. So building relationships. The second one is changing the narrative. Building relationships and then changing the narrative. In Richmond, I think the best narrative change has been the whole development of the slave trail. The slave trail. The slave trail, in one sense, it came out of Richmond Hill. Richmond Hill was part of the formation, the beginning of it. In the Hope in the Cities Initiatives for Change conference, uh, golly, it's got to be 30 years ago now. Almost 30 years, not quite. Uh, but changing the narrative, putting us in touch 
with history and values that we hadn't been in touch with before. And it was interesting to me that uh, in Richmond, after the Charlottesville issue, that last Sunday, the gathering, the gathering to, uh, you know, condemn white supremacy and uh, um, to celebrate kingdom values, it took place at that Benin Monument, which is at the end of the slave trail that was created over time. All those stops. I mean, it begins uh, down on the river where slaves were unloaded. And if you've had the slave trail experience, you, the people who lead it try to help you create in some way what the experience might have been like, trying to make it a, a spiritual experience for people as you do it. And you go through all the the stages, Lumpkin's jail, and finally arrive at the, which was a slave jail, uh, actually became the beginning of Virginia University after the Civil War, slave burial site, then the Benin Monument, which is a symbol of reconciliation, the triangular trade of uh, West Africa, Liverpool, and the United States, Richmond. Changing the narrative, changing the narrative, find ways that that we can do that, <clears throat> that we can lift up parts of our history that are part maybe not known before. Figure out ways to do that. And the third piece is building inclusive institutions, institutions where everybody you know, has a place. I mean, one of the ones that uh, I'm involved with, I'm curious, is the long term, rapid bus transportation for the metropolitan area building institutions, transportation institutions, educational institutions, things that bring people together, that make the community smaller, that bring people, again, in relationships to each other, but in an institutional you know, kind of way, which is more than conversations with other people or just changing the narrative. It actually helps create jobs and better educational opportunities and better housing helps fight and push back against poverty. That all of those things are opportunities to build up our city, to transform the city. Because our personal transformation is connected, is connected to the transformation of our community. So we live into that every day as we stay close to values of places like Richmond Hill, One of the important things to remember is the work is always harder than we think. Yeah, there are moments of joy, moments of to celebrate as well, but it's, it's hard, it's hard, it's hard work. It's hard work, and so we need to stay close to the, the places of the Spirit, the instruments of the Spirit that can keep us in the game. Balance is one way of thinking about it. But it's the inner journey when we gather in this place, so letting the inner journey inform what we're doing out there, and then bringing the outer journey back and say, God, I just don't understand what this particular issue is all about, and just lifting it up for God's understanding. We're dealing this weekend with questions. You've got a whole bunch of questions, just lift it up. And questions are all part of this, this pilgrimage that we're on. Because there are always new stages for us, new things for us to learn as we grow into that fullness that God intends for each one of us. 
So stay close to Richmond Hill. Richmond Hill can help you on your journey. It's helped me on my journey. Don't be afraid to change your mind. Remember, Jesus did it. And find that work of the Spirit in your own heart that's going to help you live today in the best way.